This episode is sponsored in part by the Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934, and DraftKings Sportsbook. Listen to our episode for a special promo code. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Welcome Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast with me, your host, Jay Flo. You already know what it is. Deshaun Butler is not here with me. Kevin Jones is not here with me. Who knows what they're doing? They just don't care anymore. I got my lovely. Uh, I think co- KJ might be. What you say? Having a day off right now. <laughs> He's in Japan. I got my lovely co-host Ash with me. That's me. And that voice you guys just heard is another member of the Final Forecast team. He's the other golden child next to Deshaun Butler, so he's a good fit and for a good replacement for Deshaun today. We got our guy, Devin Ebanks. What's up, what's up, AKA E-Money, AKA Electronic Bank. <laughs> AKA yeah, Desert Eagle. Desert Eagle. What's going on, bro? Don't go by that anymore. <laughs> oh, you grew up? No, I'm good, man. I'm out here in Greece. Um, actually had a game last night. Lost a tough one at the buzzer. I actually never lost like this. The ball hits the front rim, hits the top of the backboard, and falls right into the rim. And that's the game. Oh. <laughs> half court or something? Dude. Nah, it was um, last second possession. It's probably about three seconds left. We was in Athens playing against uh, Ike. It went into overtime, actually. I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of my fault, too, because I I should have missed the last free throw. It was one second left. I tried to miss it, oh, you, but I'm just such a great shooter. It just fell in the basket anyway. You want to um, get those stats. That's what's up. I can't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I missed the first one, actually. I was supposed to make the first one and miss the second one. <laughs> and then uh, it ended up just going in. It was weird. Basketball guys wasn't messing with us yesterday. So they, they, they called a timeout and then drove a player and won the game. Cause he, oh yeah, well, you know how that goes, John. You've been around a minute. When you're in the top teams, home court, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But Greece the is start to Greece is wild though. I seen you was kind of upset with the fans yesterday. They was giving you shit about the free throw. Or... Yeah, I had a few angry fans in my DMs. Our fans are crazy here. This is probably the craziest I experienced it since I've been playing overseas. Like literally, any loss, they're in your DMs. Even the first game I played here, they um, after the game, they ran into the locker room. What you mean they ran into the locker room? <laughs> they literally what? ran into the locker room, like just screaming and yelling. And I wasn't there. I actually left because I was heated. So I left, like, you know, showered fast and I like, got out of there. But, um, yeah, some of my teammates were left behind and they said, you know, some of the fans came in there and rushed the locker room. What y'all, y'all lost? They was mad? Yeah, we lost. I actually have not won <laughs> a home game since I've been here. Oh, shit. So, 
Dang. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough when we lose here. We, we're great on the road. I don't know what it is. But to be honest, it feels like a road game over home. It's just so much pressure. But Probably because your fans are such assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, I mean, we real. actually told the, the, the front office, because, you know, we can't have fans technically. But mm-hmm. they let, I guess they let the, you know, the people that they know, the closest people to the organization in, which is around 150 people every time we play. <laughs> So they're, <laughs> they're just crazy, man. So, wow. That's just, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they're, they'll understand to probably keep them guys out. I'd rather play in the empty gym. <laughs> no kidding. <Yeah. laughs> but how's Greece in general, though? Like, you, y'all allowed out over there? How's it with COVID and all that? Uh, To be honest, it's, it's kind of weird here. Like, you can go outside and if and it feels normal, you can go to shops, you can do everything as far as, like, getting food and stuff i mean there's no no in dining but you know it just feels normal when you walk outside and then we have a strict curfew it's from i think 9 p.m on weekends and then they just changed it to 6 p.m on weekends mm-hmm. so right now that's why that's why i was like i'll be home by 5 30 because i gotta be in house yeah. by six so um it's they actually just changed that like three weeks ago it was nine across the board and then it was six because i don't know some holiday that happened last week and i don't know it just switches every week i feel like and then there's like some protests going on here that's always outside (laughs) my apartment yeah i'll be fine that yo if y'all follow uh devin on instagram what's that instagram benji Oh, for, uh, forever, forever Rico, forever, forever Rico. underscore Rico three. Yeah, he be posting some pretty crazy stuff over there. The, the riots and all. Greece look crazy, right? It look like a South American country. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to be honest, I don't really step outside much. I um, I just do the normal grocery store run and the beach. That's about it. <laughs> no, I don't mm. even take a walk because I didn't. I went to the river walk. We have I live by the river walk over here. Well it's not a river, it's an ocean. But um <laughs> Yeah, it's uh I walked over there maybe twice and I just have people staring at me all the time, so I just stopped doing that. Sure. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's not that many black guys out here, so it caused a lot of well, especially really tall ones. So. <laughs> so I just don't uh I just stopped doing that, just taking a walk. So. <laughs> I just be in the house, relaxing, hey, watching Netflix. You used to love the attention. What happened, yo? Yeah, man, I got, you know, when you get older, you just calm (laughs) down a little bit. I'm not really paying attention as much anymore. We ain't ain't hear from you. I know the West Virginia fans were anticipating this this conversation. We've been asking you to come on the show since we started the show, it was just two years ago, you know what I'm saying? Dave, how many episodes are we in? This is a hundred and something. Yeah, about a hundred. That's John's fault. John is a bad communicator. <laughs> I, I'm not, I totally but, agree with you, Devin. That is a very astute observation. That's terrible. He is definitely <laughs> terrible. Like today, this guy literally mm-hmm. wrote me yesterday saying 3 p.m. I waited. Didn't hear from him until 3.41. So I'm, you- like, I'm outside handling my little... You're not gonna tell the whole story, bro. You're not gonna tell the whole story. You're just gonna leave. I mean, well, you. This is. I thought we was being transparent on here. But I said, I said, are you safe space? I said, are you free at three? He said, yeah, I'm free at three. All right. So we started talking about something else, and I was like, all right. So for your time tomorrow, 
And that's the last we left for that. But it's cool. I said I was free at three. Okay. Mm-hmm. You then came and said something about four, which I don't know where that came from. All right, whatever. But it's okay though. Anyways, we we got a producer for that. His name is Dave. So that's why he. That's normally his job, but he doesn't really do Devin it. Devin and I time. have communicated via Instagram a few times, and then you took it upon yourself, and then I followed up with him this morning. See, so I got to right. take things into my own hands sometimes. And I, and I got right back to you, Dave. But I, yes, you did, Devin. Thank you for being very punctual and timely in your response. I do appreciate it if John does it. Well, but, but not like, like I was saying, though, West Virginia fans been dying to hear from, from you. You, know <laughs> you left, what, West, West V after your second year? Yeah, I mean, you should know. As a sophomore, yeah, I know, but people that don't know forgot. You know, it's been 10 years or so since we, you know what I'm saying? It's been a minute. Don't feel like it. Yeah. But. Yeah, time flies. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't watched college basketball since probably you graduated. <laughs> but, you know, it's tournament time, I'm always I'm always rooting for my guys. You know that. That's so. a fact. That's a fact. So you, um, you have like I said, I, I wasn't really too versed on these guys this year. Obviously, I keep up with the Instagram and stuff like that, but I haven't watched the game, so I really didn't know who was doing what. True, you know. And I didn't, even, I didn't even know where's Oscar at. I didn't even know he, was, he, was <laughs> wait, wait. he left. That's a different. He left. A... <laughs> mm-hmm. That what? Yeah, dude. Wow, we get to fill him in on this. This is crazy. Yo, it's been I all the time. yo, I was just me and my mom was talking about. She keeps up with it sometimes, like she tries to at least. She's like, yeah, because she, she knew he was a McDonald's All American, so she's like, yeah, um, I haven't seen that kid playing. I'm like, really? I was like, he's probably hurt. You know, I'm overseas. I'm not really paying attention. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I was like- I was looking at it today. Like, damn, where, where is that? <laughs> Left. Wow. Yeah, all all the all, all yep. Americans can't hang over there. You know what I'm saying? All the all Americans. I think. I mean, I was all American. Yeah, that's you stayed for what two years? You know what I'm saying? You was about to dip out of your freshman year too, right? Listen, <laughs> I was, I was. To be, the truth, the truth is, yeah, I was. But we got the we got we got a, we came a game short of what we was trying to do, so I'm not mad at it. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, not when I say you was about to leave, I don't mean you was leaving for a, a different school. You was about to go to the NBA. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was contemplating the draft. I had a good second half of the season and Biggie's tournament, and I played well. The game we got bounced in the first round. Yeah. So, so look, I had a few teams interested. So, so looking back at that decision, though, like, what, do you think you made the right decision to leave? Since you had left, or did you make the right decision to say? To be honest, I feel like I shouldn't have left. Just because mainly the draft was so was just jam packed that year, my 2010. Mm-hmm. Literally, if Deshaun wouldn't have got hurt, he probably would have been top 20. So, which was probably low for him at that time. Yeah. So you know, but I mean, you look at you even look at the second round. You look at the second round in 2010 draft. You're like, wow. It, a lot of those guys are still in the league, or they're like, you know, they've had a pretty substantial career overseas or wherever. So yeah. that that draft was jam packed. I probably should have waited maybe one more year. I always say that. You would have took more playing time for me though, so I, I don't know if we would have liked that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that was another thing too. You know, I didn't wanna 
you needed to, you needed your chance. You my guy. You know what I'm saying? But, I wanted you to shine. But everybody didn't know. Like I was killing you and Deshaun and KJ and Wells. I was killing all y'all in practice. Oh, here it is, bro. You feel yeah. me? Oh my God. People God. don't see that though. You know what I mean? John, they just see hugs. They just see hugs yelling at me all, on the that, First of all, our group was probably the most competitive group. Facts. In in regards to the positions, when we had the small forward, power forward breakdown. Those battles every day was probably the most competitive because <laughs> why most of the decor is small forwards and power forwards. But John, I don't know if you was really the guy like that. <laughs> it was a battle. I remember a lot of me and Deshaun and KJ. But you know, you try. You worked hard. Remember, worked hard. remember, you got hurt. You hurt your hand. You was doing something. I don't know. You was just going <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I have a daily reminder of them every day. Oh, you got a scar? <laughs> yeah, you're right here. But yeah, you hurt your hand, and and Ooh. and <laughs> I had to fill in the starting position for a while, a few games. You know what I'm saying? But it was no, it was good. But you want to tell everybody? Like how I you... said, you my guy, so I want I want to see you shine at all times. So you want to tell everybody how you, you hurt your hand? You want to tell people how you hurt your hand or not? Do do we need to? I mean, it's a, it was a funny ass story. I thought we were being open here, Devin. Yeah, it does. I thought we were being open. <laughs> Transparency. I don't know. I feel like the, the topic's a little touchy. <laughs> it's a little touchy. I don't know if we need to get into that. <laughs> oh, were you doing something you shouldn't have been doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey. It, it, that's debatable. Actually, well, you in guys, this situation, did that happen the day before the game or not? Nah, it was just a regular. It was a uh, regular because the next day we had practice. And... Uh. <laughs> but yeah, when you when you graduated, you went to the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Big opportunity. I didn't graduate. I mean, when you left school, I should have. I didn't graduate. You, you can always go back. <laughs> you know what? I actually actually looked into it. Like maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. and I just got overwhelmed by filling out applications and stuff. I was like, Ugh. I think it's <laughs> all the paperwork. Yeah, I think it's overrated. <laughs> it was a lot. I think it's overrated. It's not. You know, it's just good to say you have a, a degree. I know my mom would mm-hmm. love for me to have a degree, but. Right. I mean, I'm pretty smart. Well, it's never too late. I mean, you could always. No, never too late. Know? I mean, Shaq got it when he was 30-something, right? So Deshaun right? went back. Exactly. Deshaun yeah. Went back. Deshaun got his masters, huh? Juwan, mm-hmm. too. Juwan. Juwan, yeah. Yeah, Juwan. True. But anyways, you went, to, you went to the Lakers, and you got to play with Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Lamar Odom. I'm not going to lie. You, you with this mic is killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why can't hold I don't know. I just feel like I feel like you like anytime I see you with a mic, we was out somewhere. You just I don't know, be John on the mic. <laughs> this mic is just killing me. Right now. <laughs> that is true. Like every time we go, don't out, give John a mic. <laughs> every time we went out in Morgantown or somewhere, I ended up on stage with a mic or something. Something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like, it's just bringing back a lot of berries. But yeah, go ahead. Anyway, that was a side. <laughs> yeah, you got to play with Kobe, and I think that it just came off a championship when you got there, right? Yeah, I missed my, missed my chance to get a ring. 
on the bench. Yeah. What you mean you missed it? To, oh, before. The year before you yeah, got I came in here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I actually was uh the that that year they won it, I was actually working out for a team. And um my agent calls me like there's a pretty strong chance you going to LA. So I was like, wow. And yeah, they dropped me. <laughs> oh, so LA wanted you regardless. Well, they said if I if I fell, they didn't have a first round pick. I didn't even work for LA, truth be told. Funny story about that. I didn't work for LA. And I have a quick I have a quick little story about that. Um so we're at draft, we're at the draft uh combine. It's like a week long of interviews and workouts and stuff like that. So um, I literally interviewed for like 25 teams. So because I was on the cusp of first round to mid second. So a lot of teams just wanted to get to know me, I guess. Um, But the Lakers was absolutely my worst interview, meaning they were very stern in their approach with me. As far as what? And I mean, well, you know, you know, they do background checks and stuff like that. Like from your junior high school days, like just, yeah. you know, so I, you know, I had a little checker pass coming in and, um, well, coming into college more. So I was pretty good in college, but, um, yeah, so they they knew every. I was just surprised they knew everything I did in like eighth <laughs> grades or then. So wow, they're like grilling me. Like I just remember telling my mom that day, like, "Well, we can cross LA off the list because <laughs> I'm not going there." <laughs> and that's her favorite team. She's always been a Laker fan. So when she heard that, she's like, "Wow, like, are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." I said, I don't think I'm going there. <laughs> I think what it was is I was just so honest and transparent with them, I guess. And they wanted me, obviously. So Yeah. I guess they were just trying to see if I was gonna be honest about everything and just man up to it. So that's a good thing, though. But but my my biggest thing about you going to LA was I, I was like, I hope he just don't turn Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? Cause when everybody that went to the uh, league, like Joe Alexander went to the league, you know what I'm saying? He sent us back like Christmas shoes, sent back the team, all types of stuff. Deshaun sent back. <laughs> well, he back. got drafted in the top 10. Deshaun sent back some he stuff. Eight. And then we was waiting for Ebanks. Everybody knew we was getting something from Ebanks. Ain't no, we didn't get a package, bro. <laughs> I ain't, I, listen, I ain't had no juice, bro. I ain't, I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> Back then, I was trying to figure it out, though. How how was it playing in uh, La La Land, though? Like, it's a different... I know living in Hollywood, Johnny West was on the show. He was just telling us, like, living in L.A. in general is just a different type of experience. Like, how how was it? Um, See, for me, I had probably one of the rarest um, experiences out there because I literally moved three times my rookie year. What do you mean? My house got broken into. Oh. When I was on the road. <laughs> like Dang. Um the uh then I moved to the next place. The owner of that building ended up selling and told all the tenants they had twenty days to get out. 
Not even 30. 20. Can't do that. <laughs> Can't do that. God. That's wild. Uh, I mean, I guess you can. But yeah, so it was kind of weird my first year. I didn't really know what was going on. And then besides that, it was... Um, oh, hi, Jess. Um, <laughs> um, besides that, it was just a... Basically, a soap opera on my team. We had Lamar Odom with Chloe. We had Mark, <laughs> Matt Barnes, Ron Artest with their basketball wives on TV. Mm-hmm. Then you have uh, Monica with Shannon Brown. So it was just constantly every, it's just like TMZ every day around the team. And then, of course, you just have Kobe. So, <laughs> right. It's just like, you know, that first, my first year was great in the sense of like, oh, I'm around like all these Hall of Famers and like, Hall of Fame coach Phil Jackson, but at the same time, it was just like really eye opening how this because this is really my first like adult time. Like yeah, I lived, right. You know, we lived alone technically in West Virginia, but we had that we all lived together kind of. You know, we yeah. shared a townhome. Yeah, basically, you guys had your side and we had our side, but it was joint, so it was more like a family environment. Yeah, no doors were locked. We go in each other's houses, you know, but. <laughs> You know, we're we're I'm in LA by myself and it's just life's hitting me fast. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't even know what's going on here. But you know, I don't I don't regret yeah. anything. You know, I'm glad I learned those little you know, life lessons in the beginning. How how close how close were you to the team? Were you like really close, like out like outside the court? Like Well, I was good. To be honest, I was fortunate enough, um, to be around guys I I grew up around. One, I mean, two of them being Lamar Odom and Ron Artest. Uh, for those who do not know, my uncle, who was very influential in my life, I think John may have met him once. Um, he, um, yeah, you've seen him. You definitely seen him once. But um, he actually was best friends with Lamar Odom, and Lamar Odom always used to come back to our neighborhood. And mm. when I was like a young kid, like really young, like eight, seven years old, I used to go oh, eat candy cool. for him from the store and stuff like that like <laughs> on my bike. Oh, so. wow. And then me and Ron Artest, uh, Ron Artest grew up in Queensbridge and I, I grew up in Ravenswood. That's three day, that's three blocks away. So I used to see Ron all the time. So um, mm. I was just blessed to have those guys with me at that time. Really. Right. They kind of, you know, big brothered me in. But I think what everyone wants to know is, did you meet the Kardashians? And why didn't you get with one of the sisters, bro? Like, you, did you, you have... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why'd you have to go there? So we know the tournament is in full swing, and the action definitely has not disappointed this year. I mean, f- dude, or- Oral Roberts taking out Ohio State? Like, what? Did that seriously happen? There's been tons crazy. more. Which one do you think was the biggest upset, John? Or Roberts for sure. That was that was crazy. Definitely, and I don't think anybody saw Texas, you know, not making it out of the first round. That was insane. Horns down, baby. I, I didn't know. I knew Texas wasn't gonna make it out the first round. <laughs> there it is. But just know that DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. You can bet one dollar on any tournament game. And if your team wins, you win $100. It's literally that simple. 
So that's literally 100 to 1 odds, turning a dollar into a hundred. I'm signed up now. I've got a dollar, at least. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> no matter what team you choose, you can make that odd. You know, dollar to a hundred, no matter what. And don't worry, if college basketball is not for you, which it's not for some people, I get it. DraftKings Sportsbook has 100 to 1 odds on select fighters for this weekend's UFC 260. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our promo code FORECAST when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code FORECAST, F-O-U-R-C-A-S-T, to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, West Virginia only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. DraftKings is a partner of Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. What is your age, right? Like, what's, <laughs> what's uh, Kylie or Kendall, one of them? To be, I mean... The, this is a safe space, right? Yeah. Was... yeah. <laughs> no, real, this is we a real a story. story. This is a real story, though. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is a real John, story. John, where are you going? But um, it's a safe space. Uh, so, was this my rookie year? I think this is my second year, to be honest. Okay, so I never... You know, it's not like I'm speaking to these women. There's Kim, there's Chloe, they're all at the game. The mom, uh, Chris. Mom. <laughs> I literally never seen um, Kylie or Kendall in my life. I, they were, I guess, were just a little too young. They didn't come to the game and stuff like that. True. Yeah. So, my first year, I would see them, you know, say hello. And like I said, I grew up around Lamar Odom. So he invited me to a lot of their parties and little dinners that they was having you know my first year my second year before he got traded so um i was around him you know a lot but you know just respectful stuff like hello how you doing nothing too crazy no conversation really being had just just normal hello and (laughs) kim see this is all (laughs) Speculative. Like, I don't really know if it's true or not, but Kim <laughs> right. mm-hmm. was dating Kanye. This is when they're fresh, freshly mm-hmm. dating after she divorced Chris Humphreys after 72 days of being married. So Kim and Kanye have this fight, I guess, at a restaurant or whatever. And it supposedly was supposed to be over me. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. I never spoke to Kim on that level. Never, you know, initiated conversation mm-hmm. on that level. I, I think we did. So, See, yeah. I think I read that in uh, TMZ or something. Right. It was in right. TMZ. For no, sure. no, it's, it's, it's news. It's news. Ethan, look that you up. Can look, Ethan. It up look, look that up, Ethan. You can definitely look it up. But I got you. Apparently, Chris Humphreys went. Well, I guess was asked about it, about the Kim and Kanye situation. Mm-hmm. And then I guess once my name was brought up into it, he said, and they quoted it, that, yeah, she did say that she expressed interest <laughs> in me. Oh. And then I guess she said, 
in a blog or whatever that was quoted as well that she thought I was cute. Hold on, Ethan. Ethan, so, Ethan has yeah. a receipt. Go ahead, Ethan. What you got? Yeah, I really yeah, we got some. We got some stories on on uh, is Kim Kardashian sexting? <laughs> right. Years. Yeah, I didn't want to say all that, but I. Didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might as well. <laughs> but you, you never. I, you... I literally. I've never texted her. We don't. We didn't exchange phone numbers. That's totally a lie. Okay. That's why I do not. I never you're not holding it. out on us, right? Yeah, like that, you're that, not. <laughs> that was probably the, you know, it's Hollywood. That's the the they're, they're throwing sugar on shit, right? Like we can curse on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you heard it here first at the final forecast, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy though. But yeah. You should have. You should have. If I was you, I would have went out to Chris. You 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 tripping. Man, Chris, I was mom? just trying to get playing time. I wasn't even worried about any of that stuff. I was on the bottom of the bench. <laughs> that too, like what? So I wouldn't even. I know Kobe kind of like took you on his wing. Did y'all like work out a lot? Because I know if I played with like LeBron or Kobe or one of the greats, I just try, they probably get annoyed with me like trying to be under them so much. Like how was that? Nah, for sure. Um, the thing was Kobe. The thing about Kobe is how we got so close. I think he more so just admired how I didn't care who he was. And I told him this my first day in the Lakers facility. <laughs> Yo, dude, I've never liked you. Like, <laughs> no. like, I've always hated you as a player. I told it, it just like, you know, it was just banter between teammates. It wasn't really malicious. I'm a New mm-hmm. York Knicks fan by heart. So, right. you know, my mom is a Lakers fan. So I personally never liked Kobe <laughs> growing up. So I told him this. And I think once I think he was just like, who is this kid just telling me this? He's like, he's bold, you know, this little 19-year-old kid. You know. So I think from there, he kind of was like, Oh, he has he has something a little different to him. He's a little, he's a little edgy. You know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Lamar Odom was kind of his guy too. So that kind of helped. You know, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, Lamar Odom kind of vouched for me. Like, yeah, this is my little guy. Like, you know, didn't know about him. That's what's so, up. He got hurt that you know, season. You know, being, being with Kobe and just experiencing that whole thing was just, you know, probably one of the greatest times of my career, for sure. That whole three to four years I was there. Yeah. He right. definitely was one to, like, pull me to the side a lot. Hey, Rook, jump in this workout with me and would literally quiz me about stuff in the game. Like, you know, like, so what should have he done better in this situation? Like, just to see if I'm paying attention. And I'm not even, I don't even got my warm up off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no reason to even be paying attention. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, he would just, he was just like that. He was, you know, he just wanted to see if I really was paying attention. One of the things he always told me was, um, I'll never forget, you know, going going on the road, especially not like, because he didn't, truth be told, he never really practiced with us. A lot of people don't know. Kobe didn't practice like mm. that. He maybe practiced 15 times throughout a whole year. Wait. You wow. Oh, he didn't practice with the team. He was just doing his own individual. Yeah, he didn't practice with the team, no. He's there at five o'clock doing his own workout. The time we get there, he's already getting massaged down, ice down. Like wow. And then he he's basically doing that just to get ready for another workout once we finish um 
Uh, that's my alarm clock. I got the Illinois game too. Anyway, um, yeah, he, uh, you know, he did. He never really practiced with us. To be honest with you guys, he the only time he would jump in was, you know, towards the end of practice when we we're working on offense. You know, doing five on one <laughs> stuff and then shooting, and then he's jumping right back into his workout. So, yeah, I mean, it's eighty-two games. He's you know been a four-time champion. Usually in the league, a lot of guys like that do not practice much, so it's not far fetched. That's what's up. LeBron mm. probably don't practice that much, you know. So right, that's what's up. So I, did, I didn't know that. Give you guys a heads up. Yeah, I mean, this was back then too. I don't know now. I know this is a new era where all these guys are trying to. They all the workouts. They want to be on camera working out. So I don't know. Now. <laughs> back then. The vets, they weren't really work, uh, practicing too much with us. It makes, but it makes when sense. he did practice with us, when he did practice with us, it was literally like game seven in the playoffs atmosphere. Like, he's not playing around. Mm. When he's on the court, we're not going 70%. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> 150% like it's a playoff game with him. Yeah. Like that, that was his mentality. So that makes sense. To we me. all knew that. But getting back to what, the thing I said, I never forget was he would he would ask me on the road, like, why do you think players, you know, stick around and shoot shots after practice or whatever the case may be, or shoot around? Just to work on his shot, you know, just to you know stay sharp. He said, "But do you think? Do you think they really want to be here?" Honestly, I'm like, I mean, some guys may just do it because they think they should. Mm -hmm. And then one day we're in Houston, he tells me, stay out there, practice with me. He tells me, first of all, I don't even work out with him. I'm just watching it. He's like, stay out there, practice. 30 minutes, he's going hard as hell. Like, like he's playing the game by himself. This guy is crazy. <laughs> Then he tells me, like, what did you learn about this whole, the whole time I was working out? I was like, man, you're really dedicated to this game, I see, because this is just not normal. Like, we just had a whole practice. It's a day off, too. We have, you know, we don't have the game until the next day or two days prior. So we're literally just in Houston, not doing nothing. We're just chilling. And he decided, you know, I need to practice. I need to work out. So he tells me, he's like, the difference about being great and being on my level of things is every day I want to be here. I don't do it just mm. because. There's not, I don't need anybody to come pull me to the side and say, yo, get shots up or work out. I'm the one calling the trainers, the therapists, everybody to be here for me. Mm. That's the reason why I had you stay here. He told me that because he's seen uh, Coach Chuck Persons, the city before, have to tell me, yo, Dev, come stay and get shots with me. I was about to go in the locker room. I'm like, man, I came in early. We practice. Like, I don't need to get shots at right now. <laughs> I came in early. And, mm -hmm. I came in early and worked out. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I already did yeah. my work. He said, I seen, I seen Chuck had to pull you to the side and say, get shots after I said, you should never have no coach pulling you to the side, telling you to get shots at. Mm. You need to go, you need to be approaching them like, when do you have time or do you have time to, to work out? Or 
make them make time to work out. So when he broke it down that broke it down like that to me like that, and then after after he broke it down, just seeing him being repetitive about it every day, I'm like, yeah, he's different. Yeah, he's like he's, guy, he's yeah. different though. Bro. <laughs> you, you can't you gonna kill yourself trying to keep up with Kobe Bryant, bro. Yeah, no. And <laughs> to be honest, that's with everything. When he's like, he's he's like something I never seen before. Everything in life, it's not even basketball. It could be anything. He just wants to be the best at it. Mm. Anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Like this dude is crazy. Like we used to take little bets during March Madness around this time. Like he never went to college. He said he would go to Duke for people who wanted to know. But. Um, <laughs> Well, he would have went to Duke, but um, even with that, he he's just yo yo come to my room. We're we're gonna watch the game right now. Like you know, it's just so competitive, and this is like, dude, we all got a TV in our hotel room. <laughs> watch the game, like, and he's like, he wants you there. Like you know, what I'm saying, like he was just he was just different. So yeah, you know, if anything, I took from him was work ethic, like. That's a fact. Cause I never, to be honest, and John to tell you, like I never really worked that hard in West Virginia. Like facts, I did the normal practice stuff. I did the normal practice stuff. I I was a person, I'm not gonna lie, I was a person just built off talent, God given talent. I never really worked hard at, at the game. <laughs> right. Um, this, this, this is the truth. I'm not gonna. Lie. I, I ain't gonna lie. That shit, that shit used to piss me off. Cause I'm in practice. Like I gotta work hard. Like I don't, I don't really have God given talent like Ebanks or Deshaun got. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in there dying, working my. Bro, ass yeah, John would be working hard. I know John was in there working out. Even Deshaun too, and he had talent. He'd be working out. They used to have to drag me in there. Like yo, come work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, Man, I, I gotta get back home. <laughs> I did my work on today. But come game time, though, you look up and you got 20 and 10. Easy. And 20 yeah, minutes away. That's the thing. That was the thing about me back then. I was, obviously, I was younger. So, you know, I had a lot more energy. So I was, you know, I'm more of a gamer. Even now to this day, I'm 31, 11 years in pro. I'm a gamer. Like, yeah. I even tell my coaches here in practice, they like, Yo, you need to be going 100% in practice. I'm like, listen, man. <laughs> listen. You got a game for like two, three days. Like, yeah, I, I, I can't be happy trying to go 100%, like, especially now that I'm older. You know what I mean? So I need to, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. take it easy a little bit. A lot of coaches don't understand that, bro. Like, especially over yeah. these, they don't, they don't know what that yeah, no. They don't know what that they is. Don't, bro. They, they really don't understand. <laughs> to be honest, like I said, I, since I went to the league, and I think John could tell you, since I went to the league, Ever since I went to the league, like, I'm super workaholic. Like, I'm working. Like, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. And that had yeah. a lot to do with Kobe. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get in the gym. I'm trying to get working. Like, whenever I can. It was like, that was like the wake up call, I guess I needed. Yeah, we, I'm, when, whenever we link up in the summertime, we always work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm calling you. Like, yo, so you're trying to go to the gym? Like, yo, <laughs> even the first. First time, first few years we had the practice facility. He, this guy's the only person that can get in <laughs> with his with a student ID. I'm like, bro, come on, we need to go to the gym, bro. I need to get in there. You know what I'm saying? So that that that's just how that's just how influential Kobe was in me. I, I just that that stuff just always stuck with me ever since then. True. Like, if he's working out like this, like I need to be doing the same thing. 
because I ain't nowhere near where he at. If you love to show your WVU school spirit with the latest fashion and styles and with a wide selection of WV merch, check out the Book Exchange at bookexchangewv.com or in-store on the downtown and Evansdale campuses in Morgantown. Save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4. Now you said you're coming. You're coming back to West Virginia this summer, Devin. Yeah, I plan to. I and plan to. I took a few years off. Um, he ain't coming back, man. I'm definitely. I definitely plan to come back for. Well, you want to tell him the real reason what we was talking about before we was even discussing the podcast? What TBT? Yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. That is what I was gonna ask. <laughs> That's the. I'm like, yo, I gotta at least. Like I told him to be honest with you. I, I didn't really. I wasn't a fan of TBT because I always, for some reason, get hurt in the summer when I'm playing. Mm. So I normally just stick, stick to working out. Yeah. So it's literally like three times. Even when I was playing with the Lakers, I came back to New York. My father was a head coach in the pro am in the summertime. Pretty well known in New York. Pro am got hurt. The second year in my Lakers, same situation. Got hurt. Mm. Then I got hurt four years later playing in some summer league thing again. So I'm just like, all right, man, I'm over the summer basketball. Like, it's just work out and keep my body together for the season. And this is, see, I'm the the GM of, you know what I'm saying, Best Virginia, the team or whatever. And since I'm the GM, everybody think that the decisions run through me. You know what I'm saying? So I get all the backlash on everything. That's why I wish Deshaun and KJ was here so they could tell you, like, we make a team, we make team decisions. Matter of fact, the first year we was supposed to play in T, we was talking about playing TBT was me, you, and Deshaun at a bar. You remember yeah. that? No, I remember that. This <laughs> is downtown. I was like, but to be honest, I was, you know, I when I'm with those guys, when it's just us, you know, when I'm just around the guys, I'm probably talking the most shit anyway. <laughs> I'm just like, listen, if I'm playing, I need the most money. But in my mo- in my head, I know I'm not playing. <laughs> I know I'm not playing. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm not risking my season and my actual contract. So, for so And this is when TBT was still kind of fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really like how it is now. Facts. It was still kind of fresh. Facts. So, so as, as, the, yeah. as the GM, I have to say that Devin Ebanks is by far the toughest player to get on the team, you know what I'm saying? The most high profile player to get on the team, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as his demands and stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> what's what's he asking for, John? Let's have transparency again. What are his demands? I mean, like, like, like he just said, you know what I'm saying? He told us he needed the most money, you know? <laughs> he was like, I'll meet y'all. And this is, I don't know if he's still on this or not, but he was like, yeah, after y'all win the first two games and pass the first yeah. round, I'll meet y'all for the second round. We can link up. Just put me on the roster. <laughs> so I'm, nah, he ain't lying. That's how That's how I was, to be honest. Like I said, and it wasn't, and like, like I said, I'm just talking talking crap to these guys. Like, but, but I mean, like. In my head, I'm just like, man, I don't want to get hurt, really. Like, I don't yeah. have bad experience yeah. in the summertime. So, so that's been our, but, our biggest thing with Ebanks is just trying to get him to commit to the team. You know what I'm saying? Just make that commitment. Get out of his own head. Like, you're not going to get hurt. We got the best trainers. The trainers go with us. You know what I'm saying? We got the facilities. Well, you can't guarantee me I'm not going to get hurt. I mean, it's basketball. 
I mean, you can't guarantee me that. <laughs> can't guarantee me that. I'm just trying to make it sound. Cool. Cool. You know what I mean? Uh, just, you know, we but like I no, I, okay. like I told you. Oh, yesterday. so that's okay. No, like I told him yesterday. I said I'm not really. To be honest, I'm out of my head about it now. I know my limits and what you know what I should be doing, especially during summer ball. So I feel like I'll be fine. And I think we gonna have a, we could have a really good team with you. You know what I'm saying? If we could get we we would 100%. Alex Ruoff, you and Alex are two of the toughest players I can. But know. we all know for those who don't know, Al don't really like playing in the summer anyway. Fact. And that could just be <laughs> that could just be in the in West Virginia's practice facility, just doing ten on ten. I mean five on five. <laughs> he's not playing. He don't. He's, he don't. Nah, I'm just. <laughs> he don't. I just get my shots up after. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he don't want to play. So, yeah, he never gets. I feel like Al's got to be tougher than me. Yeah, Al's been pretty tough, but I mean, you at least play in like the alumni game. Like you, you, you. Commit. Yeah, I'll play. Yeah, like you I said, know. I'll play in those type of things, like the alumni game. And like I said, if I'm back, if I'm back, I'll play with the young guys. Yeah, I, I won't even play in the alumni yeah. games and that. So it's just, yeah, he's tougher than you for sure, for sure. But I mean, so, but you know, I feel, I feel like Al's a system player. I think he knows that. I mean, in those run, type of settings, you kind of nah. We run systems though. That's but, the thing. Like, to I be honest, in, I don't know. What you, to be real honest, he is a system player, so he needs he needs organization. That's cool. You know, in TBT and alumni, that's kind of like you got to go get your own. Nah, nah, we nah, all nah, know. Nah, nah. <laughs> we we run sets and stuff, bro. We we kind of yeah. Open. I know. I, I mean, I've watched you guys. I watch you guys. Yeah. But like I said, it comes and especially in TBT, you do need. Some go getters. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, and I do need some, and we need a specialist. I'll be the perfect specialist, bro. And like I said, Al, we need to be running like John Beeline system for him, dogs. (laughs) Facts. Running them off screens. We could put in a we we could put in a set for him or two when you get tired of scoring and all that, right? I love Al. He's a, he's a bailout for me. Exactly. Guys in the ball, he's making it. Exactly. But we need that. We, we could. Make I, that's a, why I just really don't know why I don't want to play. We but. could make a lot of West Virginia fans really happy by uh, having Devin commit, but I guess he just doesn't love West Virginia enough. I guess is what I'm hearing to to, oh, not, wow. to not play with us. Yo, I, yo, Dev, you don't know. We ignore Dave. We we don't even take what he got to say. <laughs> I don't love West Virginia enough. See, look at that. I was trying it's the reverse psychology all. tactic, but I guess that backfired. <laughs> to be like, fuck that, I represent It didn't me. work, man. I, was I, mean, if you, I mean, if you don't want to make West Virginians happy, I'll go, sure. <laughs> no, nah, I'm like, like I was telling John, to be honest, to be perfectly honest, we're trying to work it out now because the games that, the games kind of fall around my, da- my daughter's birthday. Mm. So, and my family and I, um, are trying to take her to my wife is Jamaican, so for her second birthday, we're trying to take her to Jamaica now with her family because we did it at my house, uh, at our house, um, for her first birthday. So that was the plan. What I told Dad was, look, man, I run an entertainment company, J Flow Entertainment. We could throw your daughter the biggest birthday party she ever had in West Virginia. We all got kids now. Deshaun got kids. I got kids. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We can get all the kids together. They can learn about your time at West Virginia. You can, you know what I'm saying? Meet with the fans and all that. But we're working out. No, the, we're, we're working out the details. We're gonna work out the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But hopefully, yes. 
the thing is, you know, we've obviously been trying to plan that for some time now. Oh, what? So. For a minute, bro. But yeah, you know, <laughs> me and my wife, we're, we're trying to make sure we do the best we can. Yeah, I understand. Right. And it's not even really that. It's, you know, my wife is not American, so we have to True. share. Uh, on the other right. side of the spectrum in, in regards to her family. So I have to be going over there and making sure she's in touch with Jamaica. So, so on the, all right, right, so I'm just pl- straight out like this. On the 2001 TBT Best Virginia team, are you in or out? I'm in. You in? I'm ready to go. Okay, cool. Oh. All right, cool. That's all Is that a commit? I already have, like I said, I had planned to come down there anyway to... You know, at least for like a week or two, come down there and, you know, work out with you guys, see the new guys, see coach. So. All right. So I, I guess we just going to work it out, man. Like a lot of what it sounds like we're going to have to put you on the roster, but we need people don't know that to fill those spots. It costs extra money to put. Yeah. Like I said, I'll cover, oh. I'll cover my end, man. It's not, that's not a problem. Okay. And then, uh, you know, the, with the team as well, like we got. Like Tariq and Jawan and all the guys, some guys don't like new players coming in and just reaping the benefits of. Oh, to be honest, them 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 guys gonna have to take the back seat because I'm you know I'm <laughs> I'm a staple. I love those guys. Those are my guys. Those are my young boys. Both all of them are doing well in Europe. Big names, especially Reek. He's doing his thing, but um, we know. We I'm know. Devin fucking Ebanks. We know, we, uh, I don't want to have to say too much. I don't want to have to say too much. <laughs> I feel like, and, and those guys, they, he's just talking crap. Them guys know. Them guys know. If I come in, you know, it's just adding the piece. Really, it's not. I fall mm-hmm. right in. But is that fair though? You know what I mean? Like, if is it fair that we go win the first two rounds and then you come in? In the last round, and when it's not like I'm just like guys, I'm taking a vacation. I will meet you. Uh, you are taking a vacation. You're right. literally taking a vacation. Technically, <laughs> technically, I'm taking a vacation. True. If you want to bring, but it's not really a vacation, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's, for my it's about his daughter. That's true. I, get it. I got, I got to, got to make sure she's in touch with her other side of her family as well. That's so. true. Uh, facts. But I just want to know. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happens, I'm not the end all be all in this situation. So, but it's okay. I think I got an old. I congratulate you. It's, it's been a minute since you've been to West V and all that, right? Yeah, it's been like I said. I took a little hiatus. So, but, um, you, ain't, you ain't you ain't been around like the players. That's what I like about being there. Like you could be around the players. I think yeah. they. It's so yeah. So all these new batch of guys, I do not know. I've never met any of these guys that's there now. Exactly. I'm more from the Jay Sean Page, Tariq Phillips era. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Era. That's the last time I was there. They see they see your picture uh, on the wall. Yeah. They see your picture on the wall every day in practice. Yeah, they see me every day, but I don't know these guys. So I gotta, you know, <laughs> I gotta come down there and introduce myself. You know, probably exactly. come down there, play some five, school them a little bit. See, like, oh, yo, oh, hey, still got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know? <laughs> you, you always teach the youngins though. Like when when you used to come back, you used to like pull somebody to. Start. Yeah, I, I pull certain guys. I see. I did. You know, for me, I. In that aspect, I like to give back. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna pull some guys that I see that got that got it. You know, that that got a chance to probably play in the next level. Pull them to the <clears> side <throat> and try to work work with them a little bit, or tell them a little tidbits that I know I can give. So and that's that's always that's really that's really why I want to get down there too. You know, I want to you know 
get down there and because I first of all I know Coach Harrison he you know he stays in contact with me at least once or twice a year so I know he he's always telling me to come down but yeah I know it's mainly to, to get in those guys ears about about certain things, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like to pass on your Kobe advice. Yeah, right. Tell them so, what he told you. I like to. That's one of the main things I actually enjoy. I actually enjoy going down there and playing with those guys and working out with them, and you know, mm-hmm. beating up on the, the young boys a little bit. <laughs> so, how many how many countries have you played in since the NBA? Uh, man, don't even know. I want to say probably seven. Close to seven to between seven and ten, probably. Lead leading scorer in most of the countries. <laughs> in all of them, to be honest. <laughs> if I'm being <laughs> honest with you, I've, this is the first time I've. This is the first country I'm. I'm not leading the scoring. Granted, I came in the middle of the season too. I got here uh, early January, um, and then just the style here in Greece is very. Can't, I, it's not really my style in the sense of um, they don't really let the the fours and I play kind of five here too, mm. which is new. But um, the fours and the fives really don't touch the ball that much. This is a very guard heavy league. Mm. A lot of guards, what's, you know, lead and scoring out here. What's your favorite country to play in so far? I mean. Technically, I'm, I'm going to be biased and say Dubai because that's where I went, you know, met my wife. But Aww. besides that, <laughs> I mean, just not really. I mean, of course, it's that, but not besides that. Uh, just the city in general, Dubai is beautiful. Like it's nothing mm-hmm. like Dubai. It's literally nothing like it. It's like uh, what I told yeah. people is like Miami and Las Vegas had a baby. <laughs> For real, it would be Dubai. It's crazy. It's crazy that um, basketball yeah. could take you all these places and stuff like that. And that's some stuff you could And you don't even know that they have leagues in some of these places. Yeah. Like when I found out I was playing in Dubai, I was kind of pissed, to be honest. I was still living in West <laughs> Virginia at the time. And I'm just like, damn, my career is over. Like I'm going to the Middle East. Like who goes over there and plays? Like, because all you really heard about really was Europe. Yeah. You know. Right. And we're Americans, so we really don't keep up with overseas basketball. Yeah. So but yeah, no, uh, like I was saying, I feel like um, probably Dubai was probably the most, was the best country I played. Well, not competitive, competitively, no. But as far as country was concerned, yeah, that's probably the best. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the things we could teach the younger guys too, because don't nobody really know about overseas yeah. basketball. And like, I remember all I kept hearing about was Europe, yeah. Europe, Europe, and I want to go where the money's right. at, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing too, is for, <laughs> so I mean, I would, overseas is... You know, it's it's kind of tricky, especially dealing with Europe. They're so Europe is so infatuated with their own basketball. Like it's kind of like how we are with the NBA. Fact. But um, they feel like no but other league everyone is better than the theirs except for the NBA. So, exactly. You know, when you go play other <laughs> countries, they kind of look at you like, a he's just for the money, or two. He's not he's not that good. Like he plays in this kind of league. Cause I've had teams say I've played in Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rico is a summer, a summer league. Um it's only about two and a half, mm-hmm. three months. So they get a bad stigma because they feel like Puerto Rico Puerto Rico is not a good league. And in some respects, it's kind of corrupt as far as the league is concerned. You know, there's a lot of 
things that happen throughout the league. Mm-hmm. But the talent is great. I mean, Gary Brown, for instance, he's becoming one of the best guards in Europe now. You know, he's from Puerto Rico. He's played in that league for years. So um, they have a lot of good yeah. talent down there. But it's just they don't get the notoriety that they should. And I think that's, you know, that deters some Europe teams from picking up certain guys because they feel like, oh, well, he wasn't in Europe for a certain amount of years or didn't play with certain teams, so he's not good enough to play with us or whatever the case may be. And that's totally false. For me, yeah. my path overseas is false. pretty yeah. kind of weird because you look at me, you feel like, oh, he should be playing in EuroLeague by now. Like, But I went, like John said, I went yeah. to places that I knew I was going to get my money and my money on time. You know, so, so <laughs> I, you know, I, I've, you know, my last year I played in Japan. I played in Dubai. You know, these are all countries that pay big money. And, you know, sometimes people mm-hmm. get caught up in just going to Europe, but you get you're probably not getting your money that you should as a player. And then you're probably not getting paid on time or at all. So that was one of the things I kind of, especially mm. being 31 now. That's crazy. Like, I don't have no time to not be getting my check on time or not getting it at all. <laughs> this is your first time on the Final Forecast. We ask all the players that play for Coach Hugs, play at WVU that comes on, you know what I'm saying? Tell us their favorite Coach Hugs story. You got one. See, I would, see, this is people that ask me this question, I really don't be having an answer to. Because, John, you know, he wasn't really on my case like that. <laughs> he went. <laughs> it's not like he really just had like like we had a moment you know what I mean so yeah, I don't, it never I really was like that I did what I was supposed to do for that what man if it's, so yeah you know it was, it, it, I, I wasn't perfect I mean, I, but obviously the most the most I probably could say was I had to hit the treadmill during practice or something like that because <laughs> it's, it's just tough like he never really got mm-hmm. on my case like that I, I play hard I play defense I did what I had to do, rebounded. So he really good on my case like that. You know, I feel like my most at least crazy story about hugs is about another player. <laughs> yes, oh. that's what we want to yeah, hear. It doesn't have to be Give about to Oh, well, in that case, Joey Missoula, coach for Boston Celtics right now. I don't know if it was the game before the championship game or the championship game. Against Notre Dame. Against Notre Dame. So the second game. Yep. It's halftime. And I feel like we wasn't even losing the game. I think we just wasn't playing up to par at the moment. Yeah. I don't know what the case had been, but Joey and Hugs kind of got into it before the half. So it kind of spills into the locker Ooh. room. All I know is Joey says something, <laughs> and Hugs gets pissed and literally tosses him back into the locker room. Like, you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember nobody getting hands what? put on nobody. I don't know. When I t- when I tell you, Hugs grabbed Joey by his collar and put him back into the locker. Like. Who do you think you're talking to? Like, I'm like, dude, we're winning. <laughs> What's going on? 
<laughs> I ain't gonna oh lie. Oh my god. Th- th- that's probably like the mo- one of the most craziest things I've seen hugs do. But I mean, him and, to be honest, him and Joe, we had I think, like a, yeah, I think I could cooperate. That. They had like a because Joe was like uh, it was it was a first of all it wasn't a bad relationship yeah. at all. It was just I think Joey was just feeling away at the at that moment. Yeah. Oh, you mean like the relationship yeah, between yeah, Hugs yeah, and yeah. Joe? It wasn't it wasn't like a bad it, of course it wasn't a bad relationship, but it was just like we and to be honest, the whole year that whole year going to the final four was probably one of the craziest moments of my life. <laughs> it was just a lot of going on. Really don't even know how we got that far. But it happened. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I remember uh Joe, he told like the night before he was like, uh, yeah, if you guys don't want to play, I'll get you a bus ticket back right, home yeah, or something like, like that. Every every and I feel like every <laughs> two days it was like just something memorable that happened that year. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like it was it happened too often. Where now we look back, we can't even remember all of it because it literally just happened too often. We got used <laughs> to it. Like, all right, something crazy is about to happen yeah. soon. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't remember hugs yoking up Joe like that. I don't, but I remember they did have to be separated for sure. No, for That's sure. Like, I know Dave is talking about running out of time and stuff, but I gotta know like what made you go to WVU and like who shows you around. Um, well, it was you and Will Thomas and Deshaun Butler is the ones who showed me around. But to be truthful, Truck Bryan is the one who got me to West Virginia. Yeah, I oh, had no just uh, decommitted or took my com- commitment back from Indiana because for those who didn't know, Ralph Sampson had gotten into some NCAA trouble. Where he was suspended for five years, mm. and he's mm. recently now coaching in Houston, I believe. Wow. Um. So yeah, mm. you know, I was slated to go to Big Ten school. Truth be told, um, we had a great recruiting class that year too. But um, once he, you know, took once he got suspended, I took my commitment back, and then. Coach Huggins was probably the second coach to call me afterwards. Can't remember the first guy. And then this was when I was in prep school still at the time. I was in St. Thomas More. And I remember Truck reaching out. You know, obviously we all know each other from New York City basketball ties. And he's like, yo, me and KJ is about to come out here. I just got kind of hip to KJ. KJ kind of came on late on the high school scene in New York. I knew Truck, obviously, but KJ kind of like was making some noise around his junior year and senior year. So that's kind of when I got hip to KJ. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I know you, Truck. You know, I I can get to know KJ. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give it a shot. I'll take a look at West Virginia. You know, and um, took my visit, linked up with these crazy dudes, had a great time, <laughs> my weekend there, and um, that I'm was sure. pretty much it. It was between West Virginia and Memphis, John Kyler Perry, and then boom, John actually gets the job at Kentucky. 
No, no, no. No, no. He stayed at Memphis. I'm lying. Mm. He stayed at Memphis with Tyreek. What really was the deciding factor mm. was I had a great time at West Virginia. And then what made it bad for Memphis for me was I went to the uh, Jordan All-American game a week or two before I committed to West Virginia. So I was still on the fence. And I went to the Jordan All-American game. Right. Played with Tyreek Evans. Didn't pass the ball at all the whole game. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's a ball hog. Like playing with this dude, literally did not pass the ball at all. Like, I think he had like 25 <laughs> points, whatever the case may wow. be. Like, I had 20 in that game, but I, you wouldn't have known it for sure. And then the other thing <laughs> that kind of made me go to West Virginia was I actually went out with these guys in Memphis. And long story short. We was at a concert and somebody got shot in front of me. The place where we were, yeah, the place where we were at. Somebody got shot. Oh my god! We was at a Gucci Man concert. <laughs> oh my <laughs> I never god! Forget. Literally, somebody gets shot in front of me, like five feet away. And one of the players, Jesus. who I won't name, actually had a gun on him and said, "Yo, this is how we be out here. We have to protect ourselves, like when we go out." I was like, okay, oh, well, I'm going no. to West Virginia for sure. <laughs> Y'all just made it that easy for me. Yeah, ain't nobody <laughs> so shooting people. It, it kind of took maybe two or three days, and I just called hugs. Like, listen, man, just send the paperwork. I'm signing it. I'm, you know, I'm be mountaineer. That's pretty much how it happened. I'm pretty sure. I'm, wow. pretty, I'm pretty sure eBay's gotten a fight on his visit. It was about to fight no, somebody on not his visit. Me, no, 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 no. We we could I mean we could I, I could no, be mistaken you know what I'm saying like no, it was a that long time ago. I could we could ask but the good thing about that is we could ask KJ or not if KJ, it, I if mean, it did Deshaun, I really but, do not remember that I don't remember that part I, all I remember was yeah I bet you don't you guys hitting me with the jungle juice and taking me out and, <laughs> and all this other stuff we're real he got gameish yeah. but. Yeah. <laughs> it was a yeah, wild it was, night. It was a good weekend. Yeah. I had a good week. and, then, and then it was for me. It was it was good to get away because I was at an all boys prep school at that time. So those weekends when I got to go off and oh. do my visits was just like all right, cool. So you know, no, that definitely that was the most Dave, fun you- I had. You know, and then obviously I played with you guys. I had fun playing. That's when Joe Alexander was still there. I mean, you know, it was just a good time. I'm pretty sure you you killed Charlie. Yeah, 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 I was, was, I was crazy on you. Doing my one two. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think we're running out of time. Dave is kind of rushing us and stuff like that. We got to get you back on, man, yeah, just to man, chop it any, up because it's a lot time, of shit. Man, I'm, we, I'm mostly free, man. you know. I'm mostly free, so just gotta just give me a give me a yeah, date before, and I'll let you know when, when I can do it for sure. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff that we didn't no, talk about, sure, bro. So. Sure. <laughs> if we can yeah. do a live talk. show this summer, we'll have to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, you know, oh, that'd be like great. Like I said, I'm trying to be Was out it? there anyway, regardless if it's TBT or not. I'm trying to be out there just for a week or two anyway. So, Thanks for listening to the show. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast. Or call us at 304-807-9098. But, uh, yeah, man, this has been another episode of Final Forecast. Dev, appreciate you coming on. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you guys for having me. Much love. 
I'm gonna see you guys in the summertime. God willing, everything works out. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Took long enough. Thanks, John. <laughs> and our, our love, our lovely co-host Ash. That's yeah, me. Thanks, for Ash. people Appreciate that hate when you. I do that, you're welcome. <laughs> we don't. We don't care about the reviews. <laughs> Somebody said they don't like when I say her tagline, but good. Yeah, I said it was nauseating. Suck a dick. Hey. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nah, well, you on the show for you can but also drop thanks your for listening. <laughs> nah, but I, I, I've been, I checked you guys out, you know, you know, a few times. Checked a few episodes. Lying, so like y'all, y'all definitely on to something good here. So we think so. For sure, I would love to be a part of it again whenever you guys would have me. So. <laughs>